Fantasy Football Picks and Bet Show on the Mayo Media Network. I am your host, Scott Simpson. As always, we are presented by Prize Picks. Sign up for Prize Picks using the link in the description below. Code MMN it's for the Mayo Media Network. And your deposit gets doubled up to $100. I'll be mean, honest with you, I'm still playing with my deposit bonus that I got when I signed up. Still cashing in $125 bucks last night, not going to lie. Uh, and we call that around here basically free money when they give you that deposit match. Uh, I'm really excited to be working with one of my best friends in the industry. I got to say, I love him so much at the end of this year. Uh, Merry Christmas. Uh, Happy New Year to my guy, LQ, the real deal fantasy on Twitter. How are you doing, brother? What up, what up, Scott, man? Glad to be here, man. Another Tuesday where we have fun and try to win some cash. Oh, man, uh, our picks are a little fire. You know, I'm not going to lie. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Fire content only. I'm really <laughs> excited. There's no Thursday games. The NFL went, you know, full Sunday, got a 14-game slate. It's going to be bananas for DraftKings. Everybody's in play. It's going to be an awesome slate. Uh, but, you know, they pulled us together. They said, you know, Scott, we need you and LQ. We need to get at least two picks from both of you that we can build some money-making stacks around. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to kind of lay down some of our best plays. Uh, now, they don't have all their picks up, but we've scoured and kind of picked out some of ours. I love yours. Hopefully, you like mine, and I didn't steal it. I, I like yours a lot. <laughs> I, 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 I put mine first in the DM, so I was like, oh, these are my guys. You know, like yeah, I, oh. I looked at your one, and I was like, damn, that is a good one to hit, but – We'll, t- we'll talk about it. No, we will. So, uh, but I'm really excited. Uh, but I gotta, I gotta say, uh, how was your, your holidays? Uh, you recovered yet? <sighs> no, uh, there's still boxes, toys, unopened toys, bags, tissue over there. There's a lot that I'm looking at right now that needs to be cleaned up. They don't talk about after Christmas when uh, you got to clean up, but yeah, it was good though. <laughs> oh, that's nice. I, I saw somebody on the social media network, uh, you know, Instagram or something saying this is kind of like the dead week where, you know, you just kind of like uh, from the holidays. Uh, I'm in full <laughs> relax mode, winter break teacher, doing nothing, laying around, prepping for fantasy football. You know, the last couple of weeks, I cannot wait to get into it. So uh, let's talk prize fix uh, code MMN for those signing up. That link is in the description below. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, why wouldn't you be right? Like, and subscribe if you're down there. Uh, let me give you one of my picks. I'm not going to give you both. We'll go one for me, one for LQ. We'll go kind of, well, we'll give you even snake draft if you want. You know, maybe one for me and then two for LQ. We can do whatever we want, man. That's the best part. Uh, but I'll jump in with my first one. Uh, AJ Brown is 69 and a hook. Um, there's no Julio Jones. Uh, maybe not. Well, we'll see. There's there's West and Westbrook Aquino. I don't know. We'll figure out this COVID situation. But either if even if those guys are both still there, AJ Brown's the man. Like this guy, this guy is just unstoppable. I think he gets over a hundred in this game, uh, even though, you know, Miami's not terrible, but he's just that much better than everybody else. So uh, what do you think about that? Is it a good play? Yeah, it's an awesome play, man. I can easily see him, seeing him hit a above 80, you know, yards. I feel as though Tannehill's getting comfortable back into his rhythm with, you know, AJ Brown and him had going on last season. So that's definitely, you know, on the table for him to smash this. Yeah, and it's not like, uh, you know, yesterday Miami going up against a putrid, terrible New Orleans Saints offense with no quarterback to speak of. That's not the case. You know, uh, Ryan Tannehill is a real quarterback. I think that's what we've seen uh, since he left Miami, and I'm sure he's got a little chip on his shoulder still when he goes up against those guys. So I think he'll be at his best. Uh, Let me hear your first one because we might still be in the state. I don't know how you're going to lay yours down, but we might not be leaving Miami. Or, I mean, well, we will be leaving Miami, but we're not going to be leaving Florida, possibly. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to go Antonio Brown, man. His over-under is juicy, 75 and a hook for the over. I'm going to smash for the simple fact we saw him come back 
first game back from COVID slash suspension slash injury, whatever you want to call it. He came back and put up 100 yards, man. And that's just the chemistry that him and Brady have and the trust. And we're still sitting on, you know, an injured, you know, Mike Evans and then Godwin, unfortunately, out for the season, basically. So there's nobody else, really. So Antonio Brown comes in as the Vime Hog and putting up those yards on the ground, man. He's just very good at football. And also, they play the Jets. Like, come on. Yeah, uh, I'm going to say, is a 71.8% boom rate on runthesims.com, is that good for Antonio <laughs> Brown? Like, it's, it's the highest boom rate I've ever seen, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, optimal level of 38%. So even in the fantasy spectrum or the DFS spectrum, I think this guy does hit, right? He's going to smash. I think that's kind of yeah. the thought against the, the Jets. So I love that pick. I want you to hit your next one up, too, because I saw this one and I blinked. Because I thought this was a joke because it, I mean, he has been playing up against some, you know, defenses and maybe has been showcasing his passing ability, but, but talk about Jalen Hurts and his number right now. I mean, Jalen Hurts for 189 and a hook, that is the smash for the over. I understand, you know, in recent times we've seen him hit the under here, but we're talking about Washington. They've been getting smoked. And actually the last two weeks, Jalen Hurts has been, you know, pretty good through the air. He had 495 yards in the last two weeks. That's more yards than Aaron Rodgers, than Matt Ryan, than Tom Brady, even Matthew Stafford. So, you know, we're looking at basically a repeat of what happened in that game when he went up against Washington, where he threw for 296. So I definitely see this still being the game plan for, you know, Jalen Hurts this week. So I'm definitely going to smash the over here. Yeah, I, I like that play a lot. And, you know, Washington – you saw them devolving on the sidelines. Uh, they were not a number one defense this year. They were supposed to be number one. They were touted as one of the best defenses. Drafted myself someone, drafted me in the 10th round of their fantasy league. Stupid. Yeah, nuts. Stupid. Never drafted defense at all. I just picked one up off the waiver wire. Round changes week to week. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like a middle school relationship. It's hot. It's cold. Yeah. So you never want to fully invest in something like that. And, uh, you know, I I'll go the other side. Uh, and say, I think he can get over 200, man. Like, I think he can do yeah. you know, damage. And, and you saw, you know, last week with Devonta Smith, what a great touchdown, uh, a little toe tapping. Uh, and what, what a situation where the ref said, no, yes, no, no, yes. Uh, that was just ridiculous. So uh, I do think he gets short. Yeah. Um, so let me jump in back to mine now. My last one is my guy, Stefan Diggs, 75 and a hook. He's going up against the Atlanta Falcons. And, you know, Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen, I thought last week, I'm going to say I made a bad call. I, I did not think that they were going to be crushing against New England, though. He had 85 yards. He had 13 targets, right? Uh, this is his last uh, three games, 13, 7, and 13. So, you know, he's getting it in. Uh, I think this is another similar game against the Falcons where he gets it in. And, and from the fantasy point perspective, the Falcons rank 29th. Uh, against wide receivers they are giving up close to 39 points per game uh you know they give up 18 touchdowns uh 2400 yards so that's the kind of music that i want to hear i think stefan Diggs can get you that 75 and a hook um you know i don't think it's a smash it's going to take a little something but atlanta I, I can see buffalo just putting the beat down on them this weekend for sure yes sir <laughs> for sure yeah, I love it. Okay, so those are our prize picks. Uh, do stay tuned all week on the Mayo Media Network. There is content coming. I'm sure uh, there'll be other showcases of other prize picks. You know, build your little stack. Uh, you know, if you want to be comfortable, go for three plays, right? You put in 50 bucks. If you lose, you still get a little bit of money. You actually win if you lose one game, right? So uh, play those uh, kind of built those stacks that are going to give you like a most bang for your buck. Uh, last night, I went 
two for three. So I still made some money uh, and it's a great way to do it with price picks. They give you the value uh, for your money. You don't lose it all, which is a really cool feature. So nothing else is like that in the game. You don't gotta be perfect every night. I mean, we normally are, of course, but you know, uh, <laughs> if you're not, you get a little bit of redemption, which I appreciate. So code MMN smash that and get in there. So, all right, let's talk some, oh man, this is just a, this is a, a start sit situation here. I've got some, some like, you know, gold and then some like rubbish. Cause in these situations yeah. uh, you, you don't know what's going to happen. A lot of people are not where they were supposed to be. Cause last week was terrible. I saw number one seed just go down, go down, go down. Uh, I got into the championship round against the number one seed in uh, a, a kind of league amongst the experts. And I couldn't believe it because uh, I was not favored to even get in the playoffs and I'm in the championship game against Joe Bond. So uh, shout out. Uh, that crab cakes league. I'm really excited to beat Joe Bond. But anyway, uh, it's it's a situation where you might have somebody like Tom Brady, you know, or you might have somebody like Josh Allen against Atlanta. Who do you want, Tom Brady versus the Jets or Josh Allen against Atlanta this week? How would you uh, play that matchup? It's hard because the last two weeks, man, Brady has been looking sus only because he's missing Mike Evans. He's missing Godwin, but he still has AB. But I don't know if AB is enough to make Brady, like a top-notch fancy relevant guy versus Josh Allen, who has the favorable matchup. So honestly, when you have guys like, you know, Davis Mills, QB 15 the last two weeks, and then Tom Brady at the bottom of the table, that's a weird stat to look at. So right now, I'm going to start with Josh Allen versus Atlanta over Tom Brady versus Jets. I love that. And I also love the rushing upside uh, yes, that, that right. Josh Allen gives you. It's just, it's a game changer for me it tilts you in that direction. So that was the feast. Let's talk a little famine, right? Uh, and not, not to be mean to Russell Wilson, but uh, he has been famine a little bit lately. Uh, Jared Goff, more feasts than famine. What do you think? Jared Goff uh, versus Seattle or Russell Wilson versus Detroit? Who wins this matchup? Who gets the most points out of these two quarterbacks if you're dumpster diving, which in one team, I actually do have Russell Wilson. So, uh, Man, it, it it's crazy because Jared Goff has actually been playing good these last couple of weeks. I mean, didn't play last week because he was on the COVID list, but those two weeks, you know, three weeks, he's he's been actually picking it up. And it's honestly because Swift and Hawker out, which is weird. He's not forcing the ball downfield to Hawkerson and he's not just simply checking the ball down to Swift. So it feels as though, you know, Jared Goff versus Seattle could be interesting. He kind of has their number being that he's a Ram, former Ram, I should say. But um, I'm honestly leaning towards Russell Wilson based on I'm not too sure how, you know, Jared Goff's going to come out the gate. So this is one of those flip a coin situations, but Detroit's defense is absolutely terrible. So unfortunately, give me Russell Wilson. Yeah. You know what? I, I went with him last week and he only got to 16 points, yeah. uh, but, but you know, this week I, I, I said, I went back to him in the fantasy millionaire show. I said, I'm going back. I'm doing it again. I'm Russell Wilson it up. And, uh, you know, I think Tyler Lockett, a week healthier, just coming off of COVID, you know, look like DK Metcalf and him are friends. You got to think last week with Russell, it was in the snow, right? The snow game just changes everything. Yeah. Uh, and despite that, he still got touchdown, you know, deep touchdown to Metcalf. So uh, I like this uh, call right here. Uh, let's jump into some running back banter. Uh, man, uh, talk about one of the best running offenses in the league this year. Last half of the season has been the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, now we got a situation where uh, Miles, Sanders, Miles Sanders broke his hand. He's out, right? And then Howard is questionable with a stinger. He's got a little neck issue, which it's not good when you're a bang it up, hit him down low goal line running back. Uh, you know, you see Boston Scott there. Is he a must start? Is Boston Scott somebody you're going to trust with that championship, uh, you know, trophy hanging in the balance? Is he a flex? Is he an RB2? How are you valuing him this week? Uh, he's definitely a flex. Um, I definitely will be looking at other options, but then again, you know, he's going against Washington. And if you're hurting that running back, I mean, I don't see why not. 
you know, just weigh out your options. Don't get cute here just because, you know, you see two other guys out. Maybe, you know, the Eagles actually have a more balanced, less run heavy, you know, offense going into this game plan. Because like I said, we saw Hertz put up 269 last time they faced Washington two weeks ago. So it could be very, you know, balanced game out, but uh, it's tough, man. But he's definitely a flex, nothing more. Yeah. No, I appreciate that. Uh, that's for me personally in one of my championship <laughs> games. Uh, LQ's always helped me out here. All right, so <laughs> here's a question. Last week, Melvin Gordon, oh, my gosh, he went back to first season, Melvin Gordon, right? Uh, can man fantasy managers trust him now this week, uh, you know, going up against the Chargers or new? Yeah, man, you, you got to trust them. Chargers are absolutely dreadful at stopping the run. So you got to you gotta lean on Melvin Gordon trying to get his revenge. And I feel as though, you know, Melvin Gordon, you got to run until the wheels go off. You didn't pay that much in the beginning of the season to get him on your team. So this is the situation where you don't get cute and you just start your studs, man. Yeah, I think one bad game doesn't mean it's over for people. Uh, I do say that uh, Drew Locke is ruining that offense. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That is the only thing I would say. Uh, all right, let's talk about something that's a little bit better, right? I think this, this is an upside play. I just wanted to leave something juicy. Darrell Williams uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, we're looking at Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Not sure how he's going to recover from that shoulder injury. You know, quick turnaround a week, you know, but still you got a shoulder. You're going to be lowering it. You're going to be going down below. Yeah. Uh, what, what do you think about him or Sony Michelle versus the Ravens, man? Uh, I'm going to full send Williams. Uh, I'm not liking Sony against Baltimore. Baltimore is a stud defense stop the run. I, I like the passing attack better for the Rams this, this matchup. Um, so I'm going to lean on Williams, you know, having that full workload. And we honestly seen a lot of flashes from him when CEH was out. So I definitely like in this play versus Cincinnati. Mm, I, I like that as well. I think this is a, a nice up-tempo, high-scoring game. You see what Joe Burrow can do. Now, it's not going to be 500 yards. I mean, that's that's insane. He does it again, Jesus. I know I'm what, but it's a 49 point in total. You like that, right? You want the 49 yeah. tops. That's what you want, you know? So, all right. Uh, now let's jump to a little bit of wide receiver talk here now. Uh, now I know that we, we had a little uh, change in the COVID protocol that is impacting some of these players who are on the COVID list. Carson Wentz just went on today, uh, five day turnaround compared to a 10 day. Not sure if he's going to be able to get off in time, but it, maybe he can. Um, if he doesn't go, can you trust Michael Pittman? And then if he does go, are you going Michael Pittman or are you looking T.Y. Hilton? How are you kind of balancing the attack now that T.Y.'s back? Um, I'm actually liking the emergence of recently of uh, T.Y. Hilton. Um, Michael Pittman, like I said, he, he's one of those stud guys, man. You can't get cute here. The volume is there for him, and he has a lot of upside. Um, Carson Wentz, I, I definitely believe he'll be able to clear, but if he doesn't for some reason out of, you know, any type of new protocol that pops up on Saturday – um i definitely you know wouldn't be trying to start Pittman. um i would try to pivot to other options that are out there mm, no good call all right let, let me ask you another question kind of down in the last uh you know pickups last couple of weeks isaiah mckenzie uh you know been doing a good job he got a couple of touchdowns i like him i'm not gonna lie uh he's going up against atlanta or you know i think Rashad Perriman's coming off the COVID list against the jets he, he's a big stud wide receiver uh you know not not that antonio brown isn't there but i mean he, he yeah. showed what he could do a couple of years ago when he was the only guy on the outside uh where antonio brown kind of worked the whole field which one of these guys would you lean to if you wanted the most bang for your buck this week uh, I'm going Isaiah, man. I'm definitely going to lean on McKenzie, him having a career a career game last week and a ton of fantasy points. I believe it was like 29 fantasy points or something like that. But, man, he definitely has a matchup favorable going against Atlanta. And like like you said before, man, they're ranked 29th in points allowed to wide receivers for fantasy. So you got to full send that. 
Fire content only, full send. I love it. All right, let's jump to the tight ends. Uh, this is a question, right? Maybe you're not in a position to win it with Kyle Pitts because he didn't get you there, but maybe you do, right? Uh, do you start Kyle Pitts versus Buffalo? Uh, they give up about 7.7 uh, fancy points per game to the tight end position. Not that, you know, you, you, that matters all that much, but what, what do you think about Buffalo this week against Atlanta? Oh, man. I mean, I feel as though, you know, I've been holding my tongue on Kyle Pitts all season. I kind of like, avoided at all costs for any tweets or any videos about him but the man ain't getting touchdowns that's what it comes down to he has the volume but yes. we care about touchdowns when we come yeah. to our tight ends and honestly I've been pivoting from every conversation every debate from Kyle Pitts so I do not like him going against Buffalo Buffalo's a tough defense seven points isn't enough for a guy that's supposed to be the number one target on the team I'm kind of just looking elsewhere but then again you're in a situation who you sit in pits for right right yeah, maybe maybe the next guy, you know, uh, Gerald Everett, somebody you can pick up. He's had the same amount of points as Dawson Knox last couple weeks, if you ever yeah, yeah. out. So uh, what do you think this week, uh, pivoting there to Gerald Everett, Gerald Everett versus Detroit Lions or Tyler Higby uh, versus Baltimore. Higby, by the way, available in like, you know, 35% of uh, ESPN league, something like that. Wild, yeah. you know, but he's available. He was on the COVID list, injured her also. Now he's back. Which one of these guys you're going to? These guys are ex-teammates. So there's like a little bit more of like an yeah. intrigue. Like I, I did this on purpose. <laughs> yeah, it, it's funny, man, because everybody was talking Tyler Higby all offseason. Oh, Jeff Everett's gone. It's gone. But come to find out, Tyler Higby is still playing like Tyler Higby as if Gerald Everett's there. So, yeah, that's embarrassing. But anyway, um, I'm just going to full send Gerald Everett, man. I like his touchdown upside. I like that the chemistry him and Russell Wilson are building, even though it's a one-year rental. Um, I definitely feel as though he has a more tight end friendly offense versus you know, the Rams who have a Oda Beckham, have Van Jefferson, who has obviously Cooper Cup, who's breaking records and making career, you know, highs. And I definitely feel as though Tyler Higby, he's good for four catches. Maybe that's a high, maybe let's say eight points. You know what I mean? I'm looking for Gerald Everett that can give me a touchdown and get me up there 12 to 15 points in championship time. Yeah, no, I, I like that a lot. I think I have him on a lot of best ball teams, so I'm hoping he can bring me some yep. some cash next week and then in the final week as well. All right, uh, let's transition. Uh, that was all brought to you, by the way, uh, by Price Picks. So go sign for Price Picks. Uh, MMN is the code. We always talk about it. If you don't know it by now, please. You know, it's tattooed. We get we got the tattoo on our, uh, you know, yeah, right, tattoo. Yeah. right on my neck. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's a teardrop. It's really small. You can't see it because we've been killing it this year. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Let's talk some, uh, you know, unfortunately, the, the the injury report, the COVID report, there's a lot of fluidity here. So we're not going to, you know, nail things down and say don't or, you know, please check in at the end of the week. But we do some people are done for the season. James Robinson, Achilles, terrible. So you, you finally got freed. You finally went through all that. And then, boom, you're out in one of the best matchups against the Jets. That just broke my heart for him and for, you know, the fantasy managers and everybody else who was just enjoying James Robinson's season for the week. And then your, your guy over there, not your guy, but, you know, for, for the Rams, yeah. Draw Henderson, he's down. He's out for the season, kind of opening away from Michelle. And maybe, maybe Cam Akers will touch on that in a second. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we talked about before, uh, Miles Sanders is out uh, and, with, a, with a broken hand. And now comes the COVID situation. So, uh, you know, LQ, we kind of talked a little bit before the show. Uh, well, let, let's speculate here. Uh, previously, it was 10 days. And, and we knew a lot of these guys, Cole Beasley, Gabe Davis, yeah. uh, Mike Williams, other people, uh, maybe David Johnson, they were going to miss a certain amount of time given the windows and, and whether they were vaccinated or however it works with their exposures and the NFL protocol. Now, it, the CDC decided they changed the guidelines, and now it's five days. What do you think this means? Does this mean almost everybody, even of right now, 
on Tuesday is going to be back no matter what their status is? Or how are we kind of approaching this? I'm not too sure, man, because you got some guys that are unvaccinated that were said to miss about two games. And then it's like you have guys like Carson Wentz, Mike Williams that are being said it's now five days and you might make it back to the Sunday game if, you know, you're good to go. No symptoms. But it's like it's it's a little wishy-washy because like we're told one thing and then the next week it changes. So who knows what happens Saturday? Maybe they change it back to 10. You know what I mean? So some of these guys, man, could be coming back. And that can definitely have impact on Isaiah McKenzie, like we spoke about with Gabe Davis and Cole Beasley being out already. They already missed one game, so it's kind of like, does this new protocol apply to them? So we shall see. A lot of nebulous, but I would say that this is America right now, uh, <laughs> not just the NFL. So, But people on the list, let's just kind of give you the list of who does – uh, has been, you know, listed on the NFL protocol list as having COVID. Uh, Carson Wentz, Cole Beasley, Gabe Davis, Josh Reynolds for Detroit, Mike Williams for the Chargers, uh, David Johnson, Houston, Chad Perryman. I think he's coming off the list, though. Ramondre Stevenson, MVS, Mar- Marquez Valdez-Scantling, nailed it. Uh, Julio Jones, Mike Evans, you know, uh, Westbrook Aquino. So a lot of the big names are there in that protocol. So pay attention to all of them if they're on your roster or if you're playing them in DFS or if you're going to be you know, doing bets on, uh, you know, or, or plays on, uh, you know, the prize pick. So all those are in play. Um, let's talk about some questionable friends now and what we think is going to happen with them. I'll just start off with Teddy Bridgewater. He's listed as questionable, but he's still in the concussion protocol with no updates on his health. Uh, do you think he plays this week or no? Nah, I, 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 man, he got carted off. So I think he's pretty much done. They're just going to rock with Drew Locke until Locke breaks. So feels though Teddy just is about to take an unofficial, official backup job right now. Yeah, no, it's like no news is bad news. You know, not not good news. So, yeah, no, I'm with you. Uh, speaking of those transition to good news, uh, projected to practice tomorrow. It's Tuesday right now. We're recording on Tuesday. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Wednesday, Lamar Jackson. What do you think? Is he get back in the game this week? Yeah, I mean, they definitely need him to come back. I, I feel as though he feels as though he's healthy and he's good for the team. He's not going to hurt the team because obviously they want to make like some type of wild card push or a playoff push. So I definitely think if he's a good to go, he's going to play. Yeah, no, I, I think as well. Uh, let's talk about somebody who looks like they might not play. Uh, questionable officially, though. We're, we're, we we believe the coaches, right? Particularly guys like, uh, you know, Shanahan. I never lost Shanahan, they call him, yeah. right? Oh, you know, always. <laughs> Never tell the truth, Shannon. One of those, I forget. Uh, Jimmy G sustained a UCL tear and a fracture to his right thumb. Looks like he's not going to be going. Uh, Trey Lance, is he a full send this week? Can you throw him into your lineup in any format? Super flex, you could. I honestly think, you know, the rushing ability is there. uh, But I doubt that, you know, Jimmy G is going to be playing with all these injuries and how serious it is to the hand as well. So, uh, We'll send Trey, Trey Lance. Yeah, no, I, I love it. 4,800 on DraftKings. I think that's a nice little cash, a uh, little sneaky punt play if you want to fill up your lineup with other studs. So uh, let's talk about some of those other studs. Uh, we got two Vikings particularly, Dalvin Cook and Adam Thielen, both questionable. Mike Zimmer, a hopeful guy now. He's dating a, a supermodel, I guess, in his own eyes. Uh, you know, uh, uh, some type of model. Uh, you know, he's dating her, and he's very happy. He thinks that Dalvin Cook will be back. He's also, you know, just said, hey, Adam Thielen's a little sore. You're just a little sore. Uh, we all saw him on the, on the ground banging his fists in rage of uh, pain. But, yeah, just a little sore. Uh, do you think either one of them comes back, neither one of them, one or the other? How do you play these guys? Uh, you just got to keep an eye on Thielen all week, man, to actually see how sore he is. Um, I know he said he's hopeful, but, man, I, I think Adam Thielen's a little banged up to where 
he's not going to be able to play 100% or even close to 70%, you know, in football terms. But Dalvin Cook has a chance. He has a chance coming back. I could see him, you know, just fighting it out and just basically playing and killing it for like 250 yards. I hope so. I really do hope so. It's the, it's the Packers, right? You got to go full send against the Packers. So, yeah. All right, let's talk about somebody who, you know, you might know a little bit more about being uh, plugged into the Rams nation over there. Cam Akers, officially questionable. Um, does he actually play this regular season or do you think he comes out in the playoffs? How do they manage him coming back? This is what's crazy about Sean McVay. It's going to depend on how the game is going. He gets a little desperate. So you might see some carries out of Akers, but it's not needed, honestly. He does not need to play in this game. I don't care if we're, you know, need this game in the last second of the play type ordeal and Akers can score. I don't need to see Akers in a regular season game. I honestly rather have him in the playoffs where it matters. And just you don't want to have any setbacks or any delays in his full recovery because we need him next season. Yeah. Now I think long-term, you know, of course NFL, it's not uh, for long. So hey, long-term and not for long, don't really work together, but you know, what are you going to do? Uh, I'm with you on that. I, I think that's the way to play it. Um, speaking of somebody who's not for long, now they're back, maybe they're not back uh, with an injury, Jordan Howard. He's looking like he might miss the game. Pay attention to Gainwell, Austin Scott, see what happens there. Uh, Elijah Mitchell with his knee, still not back. It's been a couple of weeks. You know, uh, what do you think? Do you think he makes it back or is it a Jeff Wilson week or uh, are we just going Trey Lance eating up all the, all the touchdowns, all the carries, all that kind of stuff? It might be one of those situations where it's Jeff Wilson slash Trey Lance. I think Mitchell, he'll probably play, but he'll be eased in. If anything, I don't look at him as a solid, you know, fantasy play this week. It's a little risky business. And again, don't get cute. Yeah, and then also you get Debo running out of the backfield every once in a while too. So, yeah, it's it's a wild situation over there. A couple other players who are questionable. We're going like a running back binge right now. Kareem Hunt did not practice. He's still questionable. Pay attention to him. DeAndre Swift, they're hopeful with his shoulder. He will be back. Uh, what do you think about DeAndre Swift? Is it worth coming back? Is it something where you get just rest up? I mean, how do you approach this? Why? <laughs> what are you coming back to? Is like no playoffs. You're probably going to lose. Like you're just basically putting them at risk for further longing injury that can lead into the off season, into the next season. So scrap them for the rest of the season. If you're asking me. Yeah. I want to see what Reynolds can do anyway. So uh, let's just have some fun. Develop wow. your future, man. Develop the young players, put them out there, see what they can do. Yeah. Speaking of Bruce shoulder, Bruce shoulder, say that three times fast. CEH Clyde Edwards, Alaire, he has a Bruce shoulder. He was out of the game last week. Uh, pay attention to that. I, I do like draw Williams this week a lot as a little secret play, you know, 1500, 5700, something like that. Uh, I think he's worth a, a play on DK. So watch that. Uh, James Connor as well questionable do you think james connor goes uh, do they need him to go against dallas i mean it's gonna be a big game it's gonna be a big game i feel as though if he's healthy to play he's gonna play but just got to keep an eye on that all week to see what happens there with that situation yeah no i'm with you there uh rondo more questionable pay attention to him i mean he's kind of been phased out of the offense a little bit anyway but uh you know christian kirk and and uh aj green are the men there the guys the boys whatever you want to say uh on to tight ends. We've got some questionable uh, big names here, which, you know, good and bad. Looks like Travis Kelsey, questionable officially, but he should be good to go. Hopefully no lingering side effects. Darren Waller, questionable. Do you think he plays, or is it still Hunter Renfro season? It might be Renfro season. Um, Darren Waller, man, it's just unfortunate, you know, with the injuries basically catching up to him. Um, I'm looking forward to 2022 for him, but uh, I'm not too sure if he plays this week. Yeah, I don't think you need it, honestly. No. Nah. Uh, but we'll see. Uh, and then last but not least, Pat Fryermuth. I'm a big fan of him. I like his physicality, but two concussions in, in a five-game span, that's not good. Uh, I don't think he's cleared the protocol. Do you think he plays this week, or they just shelf him for now? 
Nah, he's shelved for sure. They're not going to risk anything with that. Yeah, you, you don't want a situation where your your you know pick from the last season is already out you know and has uh, injuries and and uh, you don't want a Jordan Reed situation to develop at all. So uh, please keep him healthy. All right, uh, you know this has been great, LQ. I love this. I'm not sure how much longer we're going to be able to keep this going. I mean, it's one of my favorite things to do every <laughs> every Tuesday. Uh, but the season is winding down, so stay tuned. We'll kind of keep you updated on the news here at the Mayo Media Network. I'm super excited uh, to work with you, to work for Pat, to work with Pete, to work with everybody else, you know, stepmom Lauren, everybody uh, behind the scenes, Sean, shout out, Sean, appreciate all the work that you've done and everybody else, Josh and Matt and everybody else we've been able to work with this year. It has been tremendous. Thank you so much. Uh, I got some uh, nice scotch from, from Pat. I got some nice new scotch glasses. Uh, so LQ, one of these days when the COVID situation is over, we'll have to get together, have a little dram, talk, you know, bullshit, talk about fantasy football and all the things that go with it. I appreciate you this year, man. Thank you so much for being my podcast partner. Hell yeah, man. Full Senate, man. 2022, we got special things coming, man, especially from Mayo Media. So I'm ready for the full send and cheers, brother. Yeah. Uh, where can people find you, your work? I know that you're always killing it. You got the fire content only. Where are you burning it? Yeah, I don't like that. I'm going to steal that. <laughs> but uh, you can find me over at Downtown Rams. I have an article coming out tomorrow morning. Hopefully it's useful for your fantasy championships and for 2022. But uh, Real Deal Fantasy on Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, of course, and even on Facebook, man, you might find me. Mm, I like it. Uh, you know, I'm Nimble W Numbers. I'm on the tweeters, as they say. I'm on uh, YouTube as well. I'm also a fantasy millionaire. Uh, you can find me on YouTube as a fantasy millionaire as well. I write for uh, the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Uh, and then also I do Chalk Block every Saturday at 10 o'clock. We're doing a show this year for New Year's. We're going to go through about an hour on the slate. You know, we're not going to have party, not too hardy. And we'll just talk football. Uh, maybe, uh, you know, Bo will kiss me. I know he's living across the country. He can't kiss me. No, virtual kiss from Bo. Uh, but I I'm really excited. And then tomorrow, man, I get to go on with Joe Pizzapia over uh, at the Fantasy Pros and do a little talk and represent the Mayo Media Network. You know, for sure, I'll shout you out. LQ over there. So uh, listen for me there and uh, talking DFS, right? We're talking uh, all the plays and that's what, you know, you know, I love that's my, my wheelhouse is DFS. So uh, do please check out all those things uh, and subscribe here to the Mayo media network on YouTube, like all those things and sign up for prize picks code M M N. Uh, if I don't see it, have a great new year's, my brother and peace to everybody out there listening. We appreciate you so much. Peace. 